another episode here on the podcast Talking Female Health with Amy and Lisa with my amazing co-host Amy Connor and me myself Lisa Yara and today we want to have a look at the deeper side of detox because we both feel that it has become sort of a buzzword especially mm -hmm. in the new year <laughs> everyone is talking about detoxification and detoxing your life and um, sometimes we underestimate when we start detoxing in one area of our life that it will have an impact on other areas of our life that suddenly start detoxing detoxifying mm -hmm. in a way Uh, and we didn't, we, are, we can be surprised or stuff can come up that's uncomfortable to deal with. And we want to briefly, yeah, make you aware, raise awareness that detoxification can go very deep. Mm -hmm. Amy, what are your first thoughts on the deeper side of detox? Yeah, I'm really excited to start this conversation, Lisa, because as you said, there's so much content and buzzing around the concept of detox and stepping into this deeper understanding of it is for me a really significant piece when you're embarking on or already on board your health and well-being journey for you to have that awareness of what is happening or potentially happening is a really powerful thing because I know for myself personally and for clients that I've supported they've been experiencing detox reactions and not being able to identify it as that mm. and it's left them feeling like they're almost going backwards on their journey as mm. opposed to you know get, get getting towards their aspiration of being healthier and well and I think the really big piece when it comes to detoxing in the way that we understand it and the way that we work with it is knowing that it's okay and it's expected that you will get worse before you get better because that stuff that gunk that those toxins whatever it is that you're holding on to needs to come out whether that be in a physical way an emotional way um an energetic way it needs to we need to move it through and, and out of the body and out of your environment and when you understand that it makes the process so much easier to handle yeah um and maybe uh before we really dive in i i want to just hint at okay so we've got the detox that's happening on a physical level mm -hmm. on an emotional level on a mental level and on a spiritual or energetic level and Why do we have to detox? Because there's toxins in the first place. So on a physical level, that can be the toxins that you take into your body through um, cleaning products, skincare products, because the way things are made today, the food, antibiotics in, in meat, pesticides in your, um, your vegetables, 
So even though you, like you can be very mindful already of what you put into your body, the way the food is made today will still bring toxins into your body. So yes, of course you can try and minimize it, but you will never be able to completely eradicate that out of your environment. That's that's for sure. That's why it's so important that your internal detoxification system, namely the lymphatic system, works well. Yeah. And we will surely address that in a moment too. Yeah. But then we've got like um, emotional toxins. Um, well, toxins might sound a little drastic, but intense emotions that can be stuck in your cells, in your system, and that may, ha may have been there since childhood uh, from whatever experiences you went through. And they can still be stuck in your system and block something on an emotional level. So that can also be toxic to your body. Then on a mental level, I'd say it's all these beliefs where we beat ourselves up, where we think we are less than, where we make things mean about ourselves or where people like openly said something to us and we have taken that as the truth. And then on a spiritual energetic uh, level, what might there be? Can you think of a quick example? Yeah. Maybe also like beliefs in, in the sense of faith and, and what it means to be a human in this world and because the spiritual energetic layer for me is all about being connected with yourself, but also being connected with something that is greater than yourself. So maybe it's anything that inhibits this, um, your ability to tap into, okay, there is some presence that's yeah. holding me, whether you call it God or goddess or universe, that doesn't matter, but something that is bigger than you, that is bigger than all of us, that's holding you. And when you've lost that connection or blocked that connection, that can, of course, also feel uh, toxic because you feel separated. And usually, and I've seen that in my clients as well, when you start to detox on a physical level, which is, I think, what most of the buzz is about, mm -hmm. is about yeah. like shampoo and 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 movement teas yeah. exactly and when you start doing that and the toxins start to get out and leave your body there is more space and more capacity for you to process the deeper stuff that is underneath that so then come all these intense emotions difficult emotions then you run up against Uh, societal expectations of how you should or shouldn't express these emotions or what that might mean about you and so it's it's this whole cascade of things that start happening once you start at any point in the detox journey yeah yeah completely and I think there's something that I want to bring up here as well is that detox is a really good place to start and to not be fearful of because something that I've experienced and, and, and witnessed myself is individuals are spending a lot of time, energy and resources on supplements and, you know, health products, protocols to 
help them get to where they want to be, but they're completely ignoring the need for the body to remove the toxins that it's already holding. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things that I'm saying continually is this piece of getting waste out before we can let the body receive the nutrients that it needs. So I really want to, like, put the spotlight on how good detox can be and how needed and essential it is when it comes to your health and well-being journey, even though it can be quite scary when you're stepping into it and potentially, you know, opening up opening up to these releases, that for a lot of the time when I, I speak to women, they're almost trapped in their experience because they're not addressing the detox piece fully. And they're looking for all of the other things. And there's so much available you know in the term mm. in terms of like nutrition and hormonal balancing support I know that my social media feed is full of it at the moment um mm -hmm. but having that understanding that if you're not allowing the body to get the waste out and the, the toxins out then all of the good stuff that you're putting in isn't getting its fullest potential mm -hmm. so you could feel trapped in the fact that you're doing all the right things, giving your body all the right things that it needs, but you're not seeing any improvement. And that could be because the detox piece needs to happen in order for the body to be able to receive mm. that goodness and, and, and work with it. Yeah. And to piggyback on that, um, I love the metaphor that we learned in our certification training at Flourish is this image of like a fish tank. Mm -hmm. where the water is already like polluted and you can't really see through it you can put in the best fish food you yeah. want the environment is polluted and you first have to clear the drainage so mm -hmm. the water becomes clean and then the nutrients can be absorbed so much better than they ever could in that other environment yeah it's a um, really powerful image that one it's really good yeah Yeah, and that's why we why sometimes it can happen that like people prescribe liver detox and then while liver detox is an amazing tool to do if you start there and you haven't made sure that mm -hmm. the drainage way so basically your gut is working right your lymphatic system is right uh, is working well if that isn't happening, you will release all the toxins from the liver into yeah. your system, basically into this polluted water. Mm -hmm. So there is more pollution and it can't get out because the drainage pathway isn't clear and you can't get it out of the body. Yeah. So that's why it's important to have a, a good sequence and first work on elimination. Yes. And clear those pathways before you actually start doing anything like a liver detox so that yeah. you don't have a big reaction. Yeah, that's a really good point because there's so much about liver, liver detox as well. Like, you know, as I said, there's so much information coming into my view. And it's really important for us that you do this in the right, in the right sequence, as, as Lisa's just said, because... We want you to trust the process and understand the process. And 
I think this is a really big piece for a lot of people. They don't understand that process. So they go in at one point when they haven't necessarily done the prep work and can have an adverse reaction. So they step back from it completely. So it's really important that you find somebody that you can trust to help guide you through that process because it is a process it's not an overnight thing it's it's something that you keep coming back to we've, we've talked about this in previous podcasts like there's no linear process here mm-hmm. as Lisa said at the beginning as sad as the reality is we cannot escape toxins in our modern environment so you can do a really beautiful detox protocol but toxins are still (laughs) gonna find their way into your system so it's something that once you've um educated yourself and you have this awareness of of what happens in your body what what messages the body gives that it needs some support in detoxification that you can come back to it again and repeat the process as and when you need it to ensure that you know you're you're living your best life moving forward in terms of not holding on to to too many toxins yeah i just want to jump in saying that like um because you mentioned we so easily do it in in a sequence that's not working it's not your fault right Mm -hmm. like you don't we don't get enough education around this and i do believe that many of those providers of supplements and detox products and all of this they may have your best interest at heart but they themselves might not be educated on this because people aren't talking about it that's why we are making it so clear and not to say there is like a right way to detox um yet to me it makes sense to first get the waste out, clean the drainage, get the waste out before you put any or before you concentrate more on putting the good nutrients in just from a logical standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. And what I've what I've seen in, in my clients is once we start with these things like lymphatic work, all of the other things start showing up and they are very happy to have someone by their side mm-hmm to help them make sense of the experience. As Amy shared, often first we get worse. So for example, you have um, reactions like slight fever or nausea, all of these symptoms that are uncomfortable where you might think, oh, I'm doing something wrong here. No, you're not. It's your body having a reaction while it's getting all the toxins out of your body or like a majority of the toxins yeah yeah which again it creates space and capacity for you to go a level deeper and then process emotions that may have been stuck which allows you then in turn go a level deeper and and look at the deeper beliefs that you carry and release some of those that don't feel good in your body so it i believe that the the teacher appears when the student is ready so the teacher being your own body being your own emotions being your own belief system um and you have to start somewhere 
And as Amy yeah. shared, it's, it's a cyclical process. You can start anywhere and it will work. And you can come back around to another layer another time. Yeah, yeah. And just to expand on that piece that you were talking about there, Lisa, about, you know, these individuals, these companies that are selling and sharing these products, I, I also believe that they're doing so with the best intentions and with, with the knowledge that they have. And it's just reminded me actually of a conversation that I had with my hairdresser a few weeks ago about, we were talking about menopause, managing menopause. And I was explaining about holistic ways of looking at menopause and supporting the body. And she told me that she'd been to see an acupuncturist and hated it because she felt the pain of every needle. She said it was mm. such a distressing experience for her that she wouldn't go back. And then she was saying that her friend had been to see a reflexologist and she'd had a similar situation that the, the practice itself, the um, procedure, it's not the right word, but uh, the reflexology was lovely. But then she felt horrendous afterwards and really didn't feel well. Mm. And that's an example of how these um, practices are working, especially with the reflexology example. That practice was doing what it's designed to do. It was moving things out of the body. Yet that individual wasn't given an explanation that that could happen they weren't given the resources the expectation mm. that this could happen for them and that although it is you know a potentially scary thing to manage it is part of what we're looking for when we step into this work so it really made me think about the importance of understanding the the process of detoxification and being prepared for it and also going back to this piece about the acupuncture experience having a relaxed state like checking in with the nervous system before and reassuring mm. yourself and your body and your environment that this new thing that you're stepping into is safe mm -hmm. and that it's gonna give you know it, it might be a bit unusual it might be something a bit different to what you've done before uh personally I've never had acupuncture but I'd, I'd really like to try it but I can imagine the concept of someone putting needles in you is, is quite um you know a, a strange one to, to be relaxed about but getting into that state of mind of knowing and feeling and being relaxed, feeling safe, and ready to receive the treatment. Mm. And it just and really... the point that you mentioned earlier. Sorry to interrupt, but no. like this emotional security of feeling held by the mm. person. Yeah, that is, and that comes to mind because I have had acupuncture um, because I suffered from excruciating menstrual pain during my bleeds. 
and um i she was trained in tra traditional chinese medicine and i received my herbs that i had to drink every day and then every i don't know three weeks or so i would go there lie down on on the um the thingy and then she would put the needles into into my different spots and then i would lie there for 20 minutes under a heating lamp Ooh. and that was it and uh, i found that experience really strange i mean the needles and and that weren't as weren't so bad that was okay it didn't hurt fortunately but like i didn't feel anything happening like neither in the process nor afterwards nor over the half year or more that I went there um, and from like in retrospect I can say that I also didn't feel emotionally held by her in any way I was just put on the couch yeah put the needles in let her lie there for 20 minutes and then go <laughs> yeah and it didn't help my menstrual pain either so at some point I stopped it and um, going through through our certification training I um and the, the the training that we did in women's health i can now say that i'm in a much better state than i was after seeing an acupuncturist for over half uh, a year which isn't to say that woman didn't know her stuff she definitely yeah. did um and also that what would have been needed for me personally would have been this emotional holding maybe yes. a little bit of talking uh, or just being present with that person she would always leave the room and possibly put needles into another person while I was lying there on the couch. Yeah. And for me, that didn't do the trick. Yeah. Because there was more behind my menstrual pain yeah. than just this physical aspect. Yeah. And I think as well, like what's coming up for me as you speak is the need for connection, mm -hmm. not only to your own body to you know to our own bodies and to connect in and, and, and feel what's happening but also that connection and and that trust piece of the individual who's guiding you through it mm -hmm. you know and it's such an intimate thing to yeah. step into somebody's space and allow them to come into contact with your body mm -hmm. and you know I've recently started going to yoga classes and it dawns on me like how intimate it feels to, to share a space with other mm -hmm. people and do this practice of yoga and the place that I'm currently going to do it is our local leisure center where it's you know it's not a, an actual yoga studio mm -hmm. but for me like afterwards I really I really seek like community of connection with these mm. other women and, and men that I'm sharing the space with and I think oh, it'd be really nice to have the mm. opportunity to all to sit and have a little chat and maybe have a cup of tea and just get that connection piece going so um and and when you're in a space like a reflexologist and acupuncturist like I remember going for my first reflexology session and we spent half an hour talking mm. She made me a cup of tea. She had a foot bath ready for me to soak my feet in with all lovely essential oils in and, and petals. It was gorgeous. And hmm. we just sat and talked. And I already knew the, the lady already, but it just made me completely 
forget about my day prior to that session and be really present and it was so beautiful yeah and I I just think that piece of connection just sitting down talking and then allowing her because this was right at the beginning of my health journey where I was really really anxious to have people touch me even if it was my feet Mm. then letting her touch my body just felt so much safer Mm -hmm. so I recently learned about this um uh, philosophical thing it is that's called a counter space it's where you enter a space from like the normal world and it makes you forget time and this is exactly what you just described this reflexology created Mm -hmm. and and, like that's what I aim to create with my clients too and I bet you do too because you need this this healing space it's it's it has a very uh very special and potent frequency energy vibration yeah. it's it's even hard to put into words but it makes you feel like wow only one hour has passed oh my god yeah. so much has happened in one yeah. hour <laughs> yeah completely and yeah yeah I, I really like that and that's exactly what I see for my clients as well and like having that experience however many years ago it was I'm so grateful for that individual for letting me experience that for myself so I know how I want my clients to feel when they're in a space with me yeah Yeah. that's actually for me that was my um, cosmetician how do you say like when I wanted some skin treatment done and I research for who would use like natural products and all of that and I went to that lady and I I was prepared because I had experienced that before like okay you lie down then they they start putting something on your face then they start uh, getting all the gunky stuff out and and then you lie there to rest for a moment and then that's it and she started talking with me yeah (laughs) and I was like oh interesting (laughs) and it's exactly that the way she made me feel and I still recommend her to people who are in the area where mm-hmm. I live which is in Germany yeah. <laughs> um, but I still recommend her because it's just so amazing to be in her presence and the calm she exudes and the yeah. excitement about her job her products yeah. and that she's allowed to do this and, and yeah. give this experience to a person that's her everything and you can feel it and that's yeah. that is definitely also my inspiration I love that yeah oh it feel all good yeah yeah and it helps with the detoxification also because when you in those spaces you can relax fully like mm-hmm. on a nervous system deep nervous system level your whole body relaxes which means your cells open your body yeah. opens the blood flow is enhanced yeah. the lymphatic flow is enhanced the muscles relax And that's the only state true healing can happen in. And whether that's healing on a physical, emotional, mental, or on an energetic level, that doesn't matter. But that's the space that we need for Mm -hmm. healing to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And for detoxification to work and to work its wonders. Because as you say, it can work wonders. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's all that's needed. You don't need to, you don't even need to put more stuff in afterwards. But just getting that out creates already so much spaciousness. Yeah. Mm. Oh. 
So I hope that we've inspired you, dear listener and or dear watcher, to go into your next detox or cleanse <laughs> with a slightly different or maybe more aware uh, attitude. No, that's not a good word, but mindset come from that and yeah mindset come mm. from that angle of knowing that you're doing something really good for yourself and also that there may be some deeper processes that processes that you are now initiating and that's not nothing to be afraid of nothing to be feared it will all serve you on your journey of mm. becoming more of who you are because for me in in essence that's what healing is about is becoming more of who you are what you've buried often underneath all these layers of societal conditioning and Re -ex like excavating that and uncovering your true self. Yeah. yeah. Any closing words from your side? I just hope that the conversation has opened up some deeper thought processes for you and deeper understanding around detox because it is a wonderful thing and I know that it can be potentially a daunting experience but I I just want to warmly welcome you to explore it in a deeper level yeah and if I may <laughs> I want to share that I'm hosting a class in roughly four weeks time end of february february 28 um on your lymphatic system and how you can initiate and reactivate the lymphatic flow which is the main system maybe our next episode should be about the lymphatic I was system just gonna say itself that. i think it deserves its own episode definitely. uh it does <laughs> um, so stay tuned for the next episode but like it this this workshop is to help you both understand get in touch with your lymphatic system and know how to tend to it on a regular basis and get the lymph flowing in a way so that your body can detoxify on a regular level because that's what our amazing bodies can do they usually do that every day like the gut after every meal cleanses itself mm -hmm. how amazing is that so if you are interested in learning more about that, you will find the information on how to register below this video or this podcast episode. Yeah. Such a beautiful invitation, Lisa. Necessary. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so uh, stay tuned. And in two weeks time, we will talk more about the lymphatic system. Have a great day. Bye.